All right, cool. So what you want to go by tonight? Star Rizé. Star Rizé. Mm -hmm. All right, Star Rizé. Put your right hand up and your left hand on your word, wherever you decide your word is. Okay. All right, hold it just like that. Star Rizé, do you solemnly agree that we have your permission to post this across all of our social media platforms? Yes. Is there anything, and I do mean anything, that's off limits you don't want us to ask you about? Not that I know of. If we do ask you something that's off limits, do you understand you can say no, or I want to move on, and then pass? Yes. All right, cool, let's get it. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's all good. Take your time. Guess you decide how it's Okay, um, literally, it's no pressure on your host, bang on book. It's your girl, just came for real. And we got a special guest. She already introduced herself, so tell us where you originally from. Hello, my name is Star Rizé. I was born in D.C. and grew up. Yeah, in D.C. and grew up in Atlanta, Georgia. Nice. What part of D.C.? I was born like in Washington, D.C., like the District of Columbia. Like, oh, you ain't really grow. Oh, like in so like no. Northwest or you ain't you ain't really yeah, grow up there. Okay. Just, you know, I just that's what this says. <laughs> got you on your birth certificate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. You. So, did you grow up both of your parents? Yeah, I had a mom, a dad, and a stepdad too. Nice. So when they went all together, was it like? Oh no, no. I'm cracking up. No, just I mainly stayed with my mom and my stepdad. And my dad lived in D.C. and then we were here in Georgia. Georgia. We moved around quite a bit because when they came here, they were kind of discovering Atlanta and everything, and figuring out, um, you know, where they what their place here. Mm -hmm. So I lived in Norcross. I lived in Stone Mountain. I lived in Clarkston, East Point, um, Southwest Atlanta, like ev everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Which part are you like more? Or like where did you spend more time, I guess? Hmm. I would say I had a blast in Clarkston because I was homecoming queen. Okay. And I also loved North Cross because I graduated from there. And then I love like Edgewood and like, uh, well, you know, like downtown, like Five Points. It depended on the school, like, I went to, like, 18 schools, and so by the time I was done and graduated, I was like, hmm, I can just apply what I learned at this school at this school and have a whole new... Persona? Yeah, at each one, like... <laughs> <laughs> you just with different people wherever you went? A little bit, because I was, you know, a little creative in, in <laughs> art and acting, and I was just testing to see how it go, like... One time, I really admired my aunt Fatima, and I got obsessed with her accent because she was from New York. And so I had to dedicate to go to school with a New York accent for like months. And when I moved, I was like, Ooh. "Oh my god!" I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask like, if my best friend has done that. She was like, <laughs> my best friend was telling people she was from London, and oh she did god. it at a party. Was. <laughs> The whole night she was from London until she got really, really drunk. And then one of my sorority sisters was like, Papa, see your accent. And she was like, Oh, darling. It's <laughs> not old, darling. For real. That shit sounds exhausting. Man. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the beat, I love. She's like, yeah. She's creative. 
I mean, they be having fun with it. I know my best friend was yeah. having fun with it. She loved the accent too. It was fun. I feel like the kids just knew, but like we were just having a blast, so we just let it <laughs> let it ride. Because sometimes I would just let it go, like you know. I had a friend, a friend in high school out here who we just believed her that she had green eyes. It didn't look like a contact. It just until one day the contact came out, and I was like, oh. You've been lying to us forever. She was rolling with it too. She was. And she was Haitian, so it was like, okay, maybe you just got like foreign blood and yeah. no. got them green eyes. Yeah. A lie. What a surprise. <laughs> right. Okay, the most traumatic thing you went through um, as a child. Hmm. That's a good question. Yeah, I did experience a lot of trauma. I would say definitely even just changing so many schools and environments and interacting with people and adapting and constantly being like, you know, just adapting and and having to be new in a place. Mm -hmm. But uh, I would probably say like my friend had this dog when we were kids. And so we were like six, a German Shepherd, and and this isn't just a German Shepherd because I have some good ones, but like this one would always be going off, and it was like locked up in the backyard. And one day it got out when we were about nine, and I wasn't there when it happened, but it just sticks in my mind from the years of like watching that dog and thinking about my friend. But it got out and like ripped her ear off. Yeah. My friend's ear off. Her her dog like. You know, we always knew it was a little crazy. Yeah. I was getting that dog gunpowder. Something. Yeah, that's nutty. Yeah, and so I always think about that, like, damn. Yeah, because he could have, like, tore somebody's lips off or nose. Or, so I get, did he get replaced on there? Did they put it back? She has a little bit of her ear, but it's just not the same. Oh, no, that thing just right. It's just injured. Yeah. Mm. My sister has, well, not a dog, but she was in Home Depot and saw him hit the ground and splashed up and it put like a big scar like in her face. Mm. Mm. So, um, that's fucked up when like something changed. The alter the way you oh, look, too. Yes, it's, that's really difficult, yeah. Especially as a woman, because it's like. Especially if you're nice looking, like. That destroyed like some women would rather be dead than to have like a scar in their face. Oh yeah, I've been going through that with my little sister because she got in a car accident and she's always been very attractive even when we were from young, you know. And she has a scar like here and here, and I'm like, you know, I see you the same, mm-hmm. but it's hard for her to see herself that same way. Mm-hmm. Cocoa butter. And that's crazy that we call her Coco. <laughs> And we call my other sister butter. That's, <laughs> she need to try it. I'm telling you, cocoa butter be healing some scars. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll tell everybody. Cocoa butter can get all it. So w- would y'all rather die or have like a a real bad, like crazy scar on your face that made you look ugly? I mean, I'm, I'm not. You're not even cute no more like, with this shit. Like. I'm probably going to find a way to think I'm cute anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I kind of go through that because I have, like, something called vasculitis. 
the wall all the time, like my skin, like through my eyes, like it can break out and it looks terrible. Like I went from be looking completely normal to on a regular basis having to just change my whole perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. I did kind of want to die for a little bit, like, but then God really just woke me up and was like, no, you're not going to die. And he was like, I can restore you and help you. Like, it might not be the same, but mm-hmm. it is a lot better. Mm-hmm. So I would say there's definitely, <coughs> definitely hope. And it was real satisfying to my haters hey. because it was like, they were so happy when I started being ugly. So, so how does it look? Is it, is it like blue face? You know, blue face got acne. Is it like dead or is it like, uh, like it's worse? It's kind of worse. Like, it's pretty bad. Like, I can show you a photo of before and after. So, like, before you show him the picture, is he supposed to react? No, you don't have to react. I'm just showing you so you get the gist of, like, what I'm talking about. All right, no, don't react. <laughs> Oh, damn. Oh, you reacted. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, um, that was, like, months. It was like that. Like, it just started breaking out. And I remember, like, this when I was crying. And just, like, how did I go from that to looking? But it got way better. Yeah, so I just have to really. Is it your diet? The diet helped. Like, I started fasting, Mm -hmm. three days, water, complete rejuvenation set and then no more like red meat no more cheese uh no more dairy like ice cream milk Mm -hmm. none of that like no processed foods at all so yeah yeah diet didn't cure it per se but it does help curb it okay um that's dramatic right there like yeah yeah yeah. She's like, yep. Yeah. Okay, um, I guess here's a quote, and I guess tell them how you relate to it. Are you oh. still filming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure I do that now. Okay, um, it broke my heart, but it opened my eyes. Mm. So mm. tell me how y'all can relate to that. I was just really thinking about I was just thinking about if somebody asked me something like this because of something that bothered me. And then you did it. Like, before I got it. That's crazy. But, um, nah, somebody I'm really close to, I feel like everything, everything that I have is theirs and vice versa. Like, that's how we operate. But then they hit me with the, you have your own this. And I was like, I got my own what? Like, it just kind of threw me off because we never operated like that on some yours versus mine. So I'm like, anything that's mine is yours. What do you mean? And they kind of stood on the point and I I still have something inside of me that wants to go back and address it and really be like, you threw me off when you said this. But at the same time, I'm just like, cool. Like, I thought it was this, but it must be that sometimes. And so... Now, I don't want it to be that at all. It just is what it is. I'm always make sure I got my own. But then, that, that hurt my feelings. I was like... Was your best friend? Yeah, like, one of my best friends. Who? I'm not talking about who it is. I'm not going to say who it is. Oh, they in Georgia? No, they not in Georgia. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what's up. 
Jealous. I can relate to that because I I'm kind of like that too. Like I feel like what I have is like also my friends and my family and stuff. But I do notice some people have boundaries up, and I'm like, and that's okay too. And over time, I've kind of learned why, and it's okay to be that way and have your own boundaries for your stuff. You don't mm-hmm. always have to be so generous, like with everything you got. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's living life. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's just a balance. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, the sneakiest <clears throat> thing and the pettiest thing you've done in a relationship. Mm. I love petty. I love petty. Talk about it. I don't know if it's triggered. Definitely been a little petty here and there, but I'm not too sneaky, like, because I end up being honest and just being like, listen, um, <laughs> this is what I'm doing. Because it's like, once I became an adult, you know, I didn't have to answer to my parents. It's like, what is the worst thing that could happen? Like, they're not going to spank me. Like, who's going to check me? Who's going to check me? Who's going to check me? Uncheckable. Right. Like, I'm not about to be sneaky. Like, but petty, dang, I have to think about that. Hmm. Oh, yeah. When I called him cheating, I didn't say anything for like two years, and then I wrote a song about it and put the girl's name in it. Uh. <laughs> Did you stay with the person? Yeah, for a minute. Yeah. Well, we had broke up and got back together, but I still didn't say anything the whole time. Mm-hmm. What was the girl's name? Takia. Or Takaya, but I remixed it to Kia because it rhymed a little better. <laughs> she looked better than you. Um, just different. I feel so sick. Um, <clears throat> something um extreme you had to prove to um to pr- to prove you wasn't cheating. Hmm. Nobody ever really asked if I was cheating before, and um. <laughs> I'm cracking up. Yeah, like nobody really asked, and if they did, like they'd just be like, "Oh, cool, who are you?" <laughs> I'm cracking up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm cracking up. Very, very forthcoming. Like you just tell people if you're cheating. That's what you saying. If I'm thinking about cheating, I'm just gonna be like. I don't know, like, start distancing myself. You cut off, like, sex and stuff? Yeah, definitely. Well, that, yeah, I've, I've done that. But it's a last resort, you know, it's a last resort. But I, I think guys get the just, like, the energy when it's just, like, more pulled back reserved or, like, like sex. But I'll tell somebody, listen, I'm going to go date Sam now, and I really enjoyed my time with you, but this is just what I feel like I want to do right now. I think that's the mature thing to do. Mm-hmm. Men do it all the time, as I noticed. I, well, that's what I really like about guys. Is like, no, no, no. guys tell you they about to go do something. Else. Guys put themselves first, and they put it honestly, and they don't like put push suppress their this inner wants for anybody else for too long, at least. I don't know about that. Go for what they want. You don't Maybe think y'all put yourself first? Yeah. 
That's what make y'all cheat. No, I usually put the woman first. I'm the type of guy, like, if I'm with you, I not do stuff for myself that makes you okay, so. Not as far as a provider, meaning as far as what you want. So, like, if it's your relationship versus, like, I kind of want to cheat on her. You probably going to go cheat on her. Or if you want to leave somebody, like a relationship, and or if you want a job or any, not just in relationships, I feel like guys put their whatever they want to do they do it first they put, they, yeah they put it first yeah no we don't put our happiness first that's false i think that's true i think that's what it, my best friend her fiance would always give her lectures on that like he'd be like if you want to do something why don't you just do it he'd be like women are he'd basically be saying we don't because we put everything on hold or like we change stuff that we want to do based on like the person that we dealing with when a man nine times out of ten he just gonna go do what he want to do regardless and then we either gonna be like mad that they went to go do it and still mess with them or whatever like but it is what it is they already went and did what they wanted to do no i'm not gonna revolve my life around a female because they so flaky so that's that's gotta be stupid as far as like I treat myself usually is like I do for them before I do for myself. Yeah, right. If it's something I want to do though, like no, nah, I'm not trying to revolve because usually they don't stay anyway. So right, like a female would be in a relationship and be like, she probably was about to go study abroad, but then she started dating this guy. Now she's gonna stay in Atlanta. Yeah, and it's like, why yeah, didn't you go to France? But a guy would never stay. And he'll be like, I'll see you in six months. Right, <laughs> I'm gonna holler at you when I get back. <laughs> Right, I'm going to show my phone. I'm going to FaceTime you every day. Yeah. Get out there, FaceTime me twice. Right. Or he might. Guys will FaceTime you every day, but still find the time. Okay. For real. Yeah. Whatever they want is going to do in Barcelona. The girls will be like, I won't say nothing. I remember when the first girl who did that, she was like, I see your phone. I ain't going to say nothing. I'm like, what? You ain't going to say nothing. You the winner. Ah. <laughs> you gotta stay on my team. Okay, you the one. <laughs> she probably got crazy later. Later. Mm-hmm. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just had, she had too many kids. I couldn't, oh, couldn't stick that out. How many is too many for you? Just asking for a friend. Like four. Okay. Three, three. <laughs> I mean, now it's like I'm getting to the point where. I'd be like, I don't really want to deal. Like, I don't want to deal with it. Because it's so, it's so peaceful by yourself. And then you get somebody. It's so, it's just too much when they have kids. And they put you last. And they want you to put them first. You get what I'm saying? So, it's, it be kind of be too much, for real. It is. It can be. Like, my friend told me he dated a woman with kids and was living with her and stuff. And he made the kids turn down the heat. And they got cold, so the daughter, like, put the, his toothbrush in a special place and, like, put it back and then, like, told him later. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> what do you do in that situation? I'm going to get your bag. I'm going to get your bag. So it ain't like I want to beat him. It's like, oh, we on games now. We're on yeah. games. Yeah, that's sadistic for, like, a child to even... To even have the gumption to do that, like you're yeah. not grossing yourself out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get nasty, I can get nasty too. Like, yeah, I'm gonna make you quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm good, bro. You won. <laughs> okay. You're gonna be in there far. Don't be prepared. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It's gonna be nastier than that. <laughs> okay, um, the last thing you've been to your best friend. Hmm. Oh yeah, that uh, I wanted them to put me on their TikTok. They told me if I released my music, they would put me on their TikTok, and I was like, you know, I released the song. Where is the TikTok? And they were just like, well, why don't you do this, this, this for me? And I was like, well, don't deflect from the main question here. We need to make this TikTok. So now they made it, so I'm, I'm happy. But yeah, it was pretty much it all. That's. Mm-hmm. Well, they got like a large following or something. It's pretty big. Like, they went viral a couple of times. And the thing was, I'm the one who encouraged them to start the TikTok. Like, I was, like, on them. Like, I don't know what came over me. But every day, suddenly, I was like, you need to make TikToks. And they did, and they started getting millions of views. So, yeah. Not not that he owes me to put it on there, but yeah, I still want to ask him every day. Because it's like, we talk every day. Right, why are you not promoting me, too? Right, you told me you would. That's the only reason I put this song out. Right. Okay, um, I guess finish this. Um, the worst type of hurt is? Mm, I would say probably like betrayal from like your family or like friends or like people that you love really deeply because it's like, damn, you know, the world is cold, but it's people you love. That's different. They usually hurt you the worst, right? Mm-hmm. The closest to you. Yeah. Kay? I don't know, like. I don't know. Stop being, it'd be hard to hurt me. Because I'm just broken, I guess. I don't think you're broken. Yeah, I don't think you're broken. Y'all don't know me. So, <laughs> I mean, I was nice to say, but you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm broken a little bit emotionally, so I'm kind of just flatlined when it comes to stuff. Uh, just understand that stuff won't happen. And I'm saying broken to me is like you just ain't gonna love nobody at all and you just always trying to get over because you think somebody's trying to get over. That's broken to me. Mm. You not like that, are you? No, I'm not. Yeah. I, I give everybody a chance. You know, I give them everybody benefit of the doubt, clean slate and all that stuff. But as far as being able to hurt me, it's just like I've been hurt already. My biggest, I guess... The worst kind of hurt is from, like you said, your loved ones. Because I yeah. would say that's what got me to this point. Like, I felt like I lost my parents while they were still alive. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, how you going to hurt me? I lost my parents. Like, they still right here. And I lost them niggas. So can nothing really affect me. Now I done been through that by myself. And I still let them come back around. Like, we still cool. I still talk to them. I don't treat them no type of way or nothing like that. But after that... It's just like, yeah, ain't really nothing nobody can do or say to me. I'm saying, what's losing your parents? Like, would they just cut you off or something? Mm-hmm. Really? They won't answer your call? Would they stop answering your call? My mom, um, my mom would be mad about something or, like, with when I was with my ex, I had, like, a crazy ex or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they had no idea if he was crazy or not. My mom just didn't like him. But for whatever they had going on that end, she didn't want to talk to me. And because she didn't want to talk to me, a lot of family members wasn't talking to me, like my sister, my like direct family members. Or if I would be talking to a family member, my mom come around, they'd be like, all right, I'm going to talk to you later because she come around and stuff. So, yeah, like for a while, I, ain't, I wasn't able to talk to her. And then my dad, 
he got mad at me over something he did to me. And we fell out over that and wasn't talking to me. But before that, I had like fallen out with him a bunch of times because like, I'm not about to keep playing with you, you know. So yeah, we literally will not be in contact at all. And not having, like being in bad situations, you wish that you could call your mom or you wish that you could call your dad. I couldn't. It wasn't nobody I could call but myself, talk to myself or talk to God. So it's like being alone, I didn't, I've been alone. Uh, being alone don't scare me. I don't think I've been there, but I remember um, I was dating this girl and my mom, they was talking so much shit. Like, I just, I blocked their calls for like two or three months or something. Mm, yeah. But um, I don't think they ever just like cut me off, though. I don't know what I'd do then. Right? It's a, especially like you saying, like, y'all, your family, y'all are kind of tight knit, you and your parents, so. Yeah, like I know my parents love me real bad, but yeah. I don't know if I can. I mean, cut somebody off and I know they need my help. Like, that, I don't know if I could do that. And that was basically like what my mom's saying. She cut me off because she felt like I was in a bad situation. It's like, well, why would you cut me off? Yeah, that don't make sense. Right. I guess you're supposed to take it as since they cut me off, I should cut the guy off. So that I could be with them, I guess. Yeah, but they'll, you, you can't always do that because you got to start your own family on your own time someday. And, you know, that's, that's hard for people to accept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's like, why would I even come to you for help at that point if that was your result? Like, uh, she's in a messed up situation and I don't like it, so I'm going to cut her off. I'm not coming to you for help in that situation. Yeah, they handled that the, the wrong way. Yeah. Okay, um, I played with this person knowing they had good intentions. <laughs> and that's something you do a lot. <laughs> no. It just sounds like something I might have did. <laughs> I mean, life's a game and we play every day. So... That's it. That's just that. But generally, I I'm fair. I love people. I I enjoy working with people and you know interacting and starting new stuff. Every once in a while, you meet a character who you're like, this person definitely wants to fuck me or screw me over in some mm -hmm. type of way. And what's the giveaway for that? I guess from moving so much, I pulled up on a just a, a just like a like a certain je ne sais quoi of somebody who is about to scam you on something, and it doesn't mean it defines their character. There could be some sort sort of reason that they're choosing to know or something, but like it's just a vibe. Like um, if they're just super dismissive about important details and such, or you know, in reference to like music business. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, if somebody has good intentions, I'm happy and I'm like good. Then there's somebody like me that can be on my team and we can build together over years. Well, some women read it wrong because I have good intentions from women. They'd be like, I thank you this way. I'm waiting for you to mess up or like a lot of women can't even read that shit right. I think it's because you're quiet. They don't know what to read. When is your birthday? 8, 17. 
Oh, so you're a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Aries. Okay, cool. I, I like that. I like that. I like that. That's a, a great day to be born, the 17th. I noticed a lot of successful people are born on the 8th, 17th, or 26th. Remember, I had the biggest podcast in the country, so. I think you close to that. In a mega church. I need one of them. A mega church? Yeah. Invest in mine. I don't want no mega church, so. You just want it for the money? Uh, like I said, I, it'll be more helping than um, okay. anything. So, uh, like building churches. houses and okay. stuff. But you keep thing. it a small church that just use a lot of money for the community? What defines mega? Like, um, I guess them church, church they look like coliseums. Mm. You want it to be Those are pretty church. Good. Yeah, they were huge ones. Well, I want a lot of land. I want a church, and then leave the land for a lot of land, and then put a bunch of houses on it. And Might as well make a town. Basically. Yeah, yeah but without saying that, you know, it was like, that nigga made a town? <laughs> <laughs> then we got to look towards what else might come, you know? History. <laughs> okay, um, the last time you got your lick back. Hold up, I ain't lit that. But like the thing is, I I don't focus on getting it back. Like because when I do, I I mess it up. But when I let the universe play it out. It always goes for it so beautifully. I'm like, I couldn't have wrote this any better. <laughs> like, this is like a cherry on top. Like, situations. It'll be, oh. Okay, so I was having a show. And my I invited my mom. And she was like, oh, I invited a friend out. And I'm going to invite them too. And I was like, okay, fun. And in walks my ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, oh my gosh, mom, don't you remember me, like, introducing you to this man and, like, bringing him in our house? Like, why would you do this now? But sometimes my mom does forget things or she's not really, like, paying attention to what we're doing. She's just like, oh, these little kids are... Not you mean What? Yeah, like, years ago. And she brought him up, so I was just like... He walked in and we just seen each other and we just started laughing, like... Couldn't be. What are the odds? He didn't remember her. I'm like, you had. He had to be playing games because my mom talks like me. She looked well. No, I talk like mom. I look like mom. So like, had to get the just. But <laughs> I just want to know the story of how she came across her ex. How old is he? And the mom. He's like. He your age or your mother age? That's a good question. You don't know? And he's, I mean, he's Asian, so he hasn't really aged that much physically, and I stopped counting. <laughs> How old was he in the first place? Hmm. I should probably <clears throat> clarify that before I say that on the internet. <laughs> Sorry, you gotta speak on his age. I'm just trying <laughs> to figure out what about him. So I'm like, when, yeah. we started, when we started dating, he, 
will lead your team leaders. Like us. Okay. Well, anyways, <laughs> he does music and I do music too, but he's had he's had a lot of success. Like he's gone platinum. He like made records with celebrities and such. But I was performing that night and I felt like, okay, we're about to kill it. Cause <laughs> he used to try to play me like I couldn't sing back in the day. And so I got up there and I sang like all my original songs and by the grace of God, I didn't listen to nobody or anything. I was like, yes, this is good. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. impressive. <laughs> and it, yeah, it, it felt good. What's the best way to um make a relationship strong? Anybody? I think we both know. Communication? Oh yeah, communication and, and good sex. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm cracking it up. Communication. You gotta tell me what you want. Huh? And yeah. She said, I think we both know. <laughs> we should have did like, let's say it at the same time. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors. Could be in a good sex. I don't know. Could be in a good sex. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Sex is on my list, though, as far as to make a relationship good, because I feel like if sex is what strengthening the relationship, if they find somebody else who sex better than you, then you out the picture. You should well, that's be really Yeah, I mean, but sex ain't gonna worry about it. it. Sex, sex make you stay somewhere? I mean, I can deal with horrible vaginas, so that's not really... Yeah. I, same for me. Like, it's not really the dick that is, like, you know, because I can learn, if I love somebody, whatever they're doing is sexy to me. So... Even if he's not staying hard? I, I, I don't care... Because as long as it's hard at some point, or like, I mean, there's just so, there's so many ways to get into it that, like, that is my, but it's, you know, women, we're mental people, so it's about how you've been making me feel in my head, in my environment, you know. That communication. That communication, you know, once again, that seals the deal so like sapiosexual type shit. Oh yeah, very sapiosexual. Like, yeah. That's what's up. <clears throat> a mistake, uh, a mistake you feel was necessary in your life. Every single one I made, because I've learned from them, and I'll never make them again. And what's one of the major ones? Um, to be real, the first thing that comes to my mind is like my outfits, like on stage. Like certain ones, I'll be like, oh, this and this, I don't like that. Or like this and this, mm, I don't like that. That doesn't, that doesn't match. So, mm -hmm. and just like with music, like with booking yourself, singing here, the back to back to back such. It's a, it's a lot to to just like adapt to and learn. I just want you you biracial. I'm Native American, and I'm black, like on both sides. Okay. Just okay. Um. 
but I want one of those Ancestry.com tests real bad. Oh, you don't know where you come from? I want to know, yeah, like the details. Yeah. You ever been to a powwow? Yes. Actually, my tribe has one of the largest powwows on the East Coast, and this is the first year since COVID that we're having it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be there. I'm so excited. <laughs> they asked them for the ancestry report. They, I'm sure they got it. Um, they are just like, you're Native American. <laughs> <I'm cracking up>. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got some documents, some stories, smoke signals, something. Yeah, they're, they have a lot of documents, but you know how the, uh, what is it, like 23andMe? Mm -hmm. They can tell you like what part of Africa you were from or like where around the world. So then yours wouldn't be from Africa. Well, I'm black and Native American. So I'm not sure. What I want to know is like what type of like African American I am. So do you believe that black people was already here? Some black people, yes. Like Native Americans. They considered to be black? They was black. If you look at them, they look like us. I would say black people, Native Americans look black and Mexican to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. It just depends on what tribe. Yeah, it depends. Like my best boyfriend, his skin was like browner than mine, and he had like straight black hair. Like he's Mexican. It was everywhere. It was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, every people was black. The Ichin. What's that? The, it was a gene that they discovered that. Oh, you said the E gene. Yeah. Gotcha. Everyone came from Africa. Yeah. The first human they found, the oldest human they found in the ground was black and for, in Africa. But then they were saying the oldest one was in Asia. The Asiatic uh, black. Uh, you ever heard that? Asiatic black man. An Asiatic black woman or something. But they were. I heard it was Africa, then they were saying it was Asia. Nah, I've heard, the oldest person I know, I used to know the name of the body, I've heard in Africa. But even in Asia, we was there too. It, they found an older body that's in But it was black then? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we was definitely in all areas. Okay, um, last time you confused insecurity with, um, respect. Tomorrow here? Yeah. Oh girl, no, I don't even drink. What is that? Orange juice. No, I want to take that one. <laughs> oh, why can't you? Because you're skinny? No, it's just like acid reflex. Like, mm. Your sign of getting old or it's been a long time? It's like with the singing, you're using your stomach and that muscle which releases a lot of acid over time. Mm. So you would like can't have Acidic juices like grapefruit, mm. orange juice. No, just can't do But alcohol don't hurt it. It depends on the type. Like a light wine, like sangria, something like not too acidic or um, sugar-free drinks. Okay, so not a margarita, but a shot. Yeah, like a, a shot of like clean tequila or a, I love Ciroc because it's fermented from grapes instead of wine. Mm. I like Sriracha Amaretto, but that's the only one I'll drink. I haven't tried the Amaretto. If you're trying to say, like, that's the cheap one, it's so good. That's the best Ciroc ever. I, my mother used to like the coconut one. I'm like, you could keep that for yourself.
You know, I be thinking about that, like when you reproduce with somebody, like what they, what your kids gonna have? Like. Yes, yes. I'll be like, we gotta talk about, we gotta talk about the history. What's what's going on back there? Let's see. I think like like my granddaddy, like we got we got all this shit that well, ain't nobody really got nothing like no defects, but my grandma was not me, so I got that shit. <laughs> But ain't no allergies, and it was so bad. Like she used to be so bad, they had to break her leg. They mm -hmm. thought they was about to break mine, but they kind of strained out a little bit. My mom said because I was riding a bike, but I was like, damn, like why the fuck we? Did <laughs> <laughs> you know that's gonna pass down? Like, why? Why would he hit my grandma? <laughs> <laughs> she got passed down. Okay, not My family got really good genes on both sides, so I'm like, yeah, we need to talk. Something you wish uh, that could remain the same. Anything you can think of. That you might have one. You got one? Yeah, I wish my parents would stay like healthy and mm. like when they was like 40. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I wish I could keep my memory, I guess. Of everything? Like, just the strength of it to be able to remember the things I want to remember. I'll pick and choose what you can remember. Yeah. Um, but because I, I guess as I get older, I know it's bound to decline. Like, I have to work diligently these days just to remember stuff. So, I wish that my memory, the amount of memory that I had would just stay the same. Like, we just remember stuff. Yeah, was, yeah, too, like, we can access our whole brain. They said we only use, like, what, 3% or something? I've been getting it. I've been working on it, I'm telling you. Yeah. Evolution, of course. That's going to take forever, but... You got to meditate. You start meditating. Basically, meditating is focusing on that one voice that's always talking, that conscious mind, shutting that up so you can get to the subconscious and the unconscious when you want to. And then you start remembering, you be like... Or it's like seeing stuff too. You be like, and then later on you see it in real life. Yeah. Meditate, man. Okay, my turn. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, let me do a quote again. Okay, um, a good heart never um, gets love, it gets used. Do y'all agree or disagree? I disagree. And I agree with you disagreeing. Yeah, I feel like you do get love. Like, I feel like sometimes I just see the universe, like God looking out, and I just feel like, you don't have to relax and believe it and be like, is this really happening? Like, you you have to keep the value in yourself the way the universe and God seen it when he sent you here, even though it gets torn apart on a day-to-day -day basis in some ways that you can accept the love. I know they say, you know, people always say you attract what you are. Mm -hmm. Then other people say, like I was listening to a video and it was like, um, uh, takers uh, attract givers, or you know, givers attract takers. So like, but it's like how is it both? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's both. Okay. It's not making sense though when people say you attract what you are, but givers don't attract givers though, for the most part. Right. I think I do believe in letting your vibe attract your charm at the same time because I, I feel like I've run into bad people. But for the most part, I can't say that I've had bad friends. Like overall, I feel like all of my friends I could relate to in a major way and they all kind of go along with who I am as a person. But at the same time, people who are opposite or like takers, they smell that. They like on the hunt for it. So it's not necessarily that you attracted it, they just might've come across you and was like, oh yeah, that's what, that's the sucker right there. Oh, yeah. I just got tried early. Early? Yeah, motherfucker, you think I'm a simp or something. Trying to take? Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll go ahead. We guess we can wrap it up. Is there anything that we haven't touched on tonight that you want to leave our audience with? Yes, you guys can stream my new single, Life Goes On. Under Star Rose, that's S T A R R E S E hyphen over the E on all platforms now. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank Kayla. Thank Doug. And our <laughs> Doug. special you nigga. Like B, like a bug on the floor. Okay. Bug. Man, we'll be right back with another interview and we out.